0: You know, maybe jump in a five k or so. Did I just say jump in a five? Jump into a, a small local race if you're so inclined. <music> episode one thousand and ninety one of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip: What's next after your goal race? Hey y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is sponsored by the folks over at Amino Co., makers of. Some of the best, maybe the best, maybe not even some of, maybe just the best amino acid supplements on the market these days. And, and why might that be something that would be important to you? Why might that be something that you might want to think about adding to the mix? I don't know. You, you know, you got to decide what's right for you. But the fact of the matter is, is that the way we get stronger, the way we get faster, the way we build our endurance is through training. Right? Like, like we know that, but really what is happening is when we, when we do our training, when we get our miles in, when we hit the gym, get the strength training, whatever it might be, whatever type of training we're doing, what is actually happening is that we're damaging ourselves. We're putting stress on our body, causing our muscle cells, our bone cells, our tendon cells, our ligament cells, all of the cells of our body that we're working. They get damaged. It's just uh, you know. It, it sounds it sounds scary. It sounds maybe suboptimal, but actually it's optimal because what our bodies do in order to help us get stronger, or in order to get stronger, is they repair that damage. They 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 strengthen the system, strengthen the muscles, strengthen the the tissues to be more resilient, to be able to perform better. And the key to that repair work, the key to um, the body taking care of itself, repairing itself, which is happening twenty four seven. Is amino acids. And, and we get them through our diet, of course, you know, eating good, healthy foods. That's a big piece of the puzzle. But uh it's never, in my opinion at least, it's never a bad idea to add a little more to the mix. Add a, add a few more building blocks to the mix via supplementation, even when you're eating a, a good, healthy, balanced diet, is only gonna do you some favors. And that's that's why I'm so excited that amino acid, or I'm sorry, that amino co- who make amino acids. Amino Co. is still on board as a sponsor. Hope to keep them around for a while because quite frankly, their products are good. I enjoy taking them. Uh, you may have seen an Instagram story a week or two ago where uh, I, I did—I uh, I finally did it. I finally did it. I made the fatty coffee amino acid bomb and it was awesome. You, you may have known, you may have heard me talk about the fatty, fatty coffee situation, a little grass-fed butter. I didn't get all crazy. I didn't go full cream. I didn't go uh coconut oil i mean there's only really so much room in the coffee cup you, you know and i got to make sure i'm still tasting the coffee but uh i went i went butter coffee amino co heel formula after my long run got that little vanilla hitter in there as well and y'all it was glorious it was glorious tasty delicious satisfying and oh by the way given my body, what it needs to repair itself after a long run and whatever other nonsense work around the house I was doing that day, probably mowing the grass, maybe organizing the garage, who knows, whatever it was, I knew I was getting taken care of thanks to a little scoop, a little scoop with my coffee of the Heal Blend from Amino Co. So if you'd like to try it out, whether or not you want to put it in your coffee, whether, whether or not you want to go all in on the fat bomb plus the amino acids, that's your call. You know, there's different flavors. You might try the sour apple. I don't think I'd recommend that in with the coffee, but hey, you do you. But one way or the other, check them out, Aminoco.com slash Dizruns. That's A-M-I-N-O dot, I'm sorry, it's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash Dizruns to make sure that uh, they know that, that we're the reason that you're checking them out. Help keep that sponsor money going. Keep the lights on around here. And definitely make sure you use the code disruns at checkout. That'll save you 30% on whatever you order. Maybe get yourself a Perform and a heel a little pre-workout a little post-workout i don't know you do you but uh, not a bad option not a bad way to, to kind of bookend a good workout giving your body what it needs to perform well and to recover well which helps you to perform well which then you recover well the cycle repeats itself you know where i'm going with that but once again aminoco.com slash thanks to amino co for sponsoring today's episode so today's quick tip is uh Maybe timely for you, maybe not. You know, we'll see, depending on when that big goal race is for you. But as this comes out, middle of October 2022, it's kind of goal race season. Fall has a tendency to be the time for a lot of big goal races. Not all of them, of course, but there's something there's something about fall for goal races. Whether it's marathons, half marathons, whatever, you, you get through the summer, you train through the heat, maybe the humidity. Uh, you get some of those adaptations that take place while you're while you're grinding out your work in the heat, and then you get some of those. Hopefully, at least you get some of those cooler temperatures, lower humidity levels. It feels good out outside, and that is quite the recipe for a, a good a good showing. At least it's it's the building blocks. Hopefully, it, it produces a good showing. You know, goals met, PRs, things of that nature. But one thing that can happen with a big goal race, something that you've been preparing for, for quite a while, maybe for months, maybe for a year or more is that once it's finished, you know, once you go through that whole process, you get your training done, you get to the the expo, you check everything out, you get to the race, the gun goes off, you know, and somewhere between whenever you start, eventually you finish, get the medal. And then what, you know, post-race blues are a thing. Now it's not a thing for everybody, but it's definitely a thing for some folks, and you know whether whether it, it whether the post race blues is something for you or not. I think that in a lot of cases, and again, not necessarily everybody, but in, in a lot of cases, after a big goal race, you, you kind of get left with a feeling of well, well, now what? Now what? And uh, that's what I want to talk about today. It's kind of what the now what moving forward, what what is next after a goal race? And and like I said, I think there's there's kind of two camps of people. There's those that, that struggle a little bit after a goal race. And there's those that are on to the next race already. And you know who you are. Some of you clowns that you've already got, you know, races in 2025 scheduled, and we're still in 2022. But you know you know what races you are you know, the big goal races, what races are the tune-up races, what races are the funzy races for the next 16, 18, 24, 36 months. So when you get across the finish line, a lot of times... And again, I'm painting with a broad brush here. Don't at me if this is not quite hit the mark with you. But if you're one of those big planners, you know what race is next and next and next. You get across the finish line, exciting. Hopefully you, you enjoyed it, but you're already focused on getting ready for the next race. Some of us don't have things planned out quite like that. And we've got this one race that we're working on, training towards, and once, it's, once we're finished... There's kind of a void. There's nothing on the horizon to work towards. And that can that can cause a bit of a, a lag in motivation, which can also then lead to a bit of, uh, you know, not really doing much from a training perspective. And that's maybe not ideal in the long term. But whichever camp you're in, and I'm sure there's somebody who says, oh, I'm in both. All right. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. But whichever camp you're in, I think that there's some strategy to come out of a goal race successfully, or at least as close to successfully as possible. So I'm going to kind of break down, I think I'm going to kind of break down both options. So whichever side of the fence you happen to fall upon, if you've got a goal race coming up in coming weeks or months, or maybe maybe you, you live far enough in the South where goal race season isn't really until like February, in which case, you know. Tuck this one away, you circle back to it when it's your goal race, or maybe you don't have a goal race this fall, but you got something lined up for the spring. Whatever it is, whenever you have that next goal race, this might be something that would hopefully be helpful for you after you cross the finish, finish line and are left kind of thinking about, well, what's, now what? Now what do I do? So like I said, there's a strategy either way. And if you're one of those folks, we'll start with the folks who are super motivated, Right? You're already chomping at the bit. You get across the finish line. You're good to go. You're regular, You're regular. Bleh, I can't talk apparently, but you're, you're already looking forward to the next thing. You're thinking about training. You're thinking about what can you do differently? How can you push yourself farther? Maybe you had a successful race. Maybe your, your goal race went just according to plan. You hit your a goal and you're already thinking, all right, what's what, how can I push myself farther? Maybe it's a longer distance. Maybe it's a little bit faster. What can I do even better next time? If the race didn't go well, you brush it off quickly. And you're like, all right, how can I, how can I hit the mark next time? What can I learn from this race to help me be more successful in whatever your definition of success happens to be the next time you tow the line? And you already know when the next time you toe the line is going to be for y'all, for those, those that I'm talking to right now that, that feel seen, that feel heard. I think arguably the best thing you can do after a big goal race, something that you've really worked on. Trained towards, it's been kind of the thing on your calendar for a while is to actually pull back a little bit intentionally. All right. Now, now, first and foremost, let's make one thing clear. The most important thing you can do after a big goal race is to, to recover, right? Give your, give your body a chance to bounce back. Maybe even give your mind a little bit of a chance to, to just recover after all the effort and energy and focus that went into the race. But, but once it's time to get back on track, whether it's, you know, we're talking pain three plus three pain three, we're talking pain free plus three potentially, or however, however you decide when you're ready to get back to training, when you're ready to get back to training, don't just dive into workouts and progressions and things like that leading up towards the next, the next big race. As much as that might be your, your MO, as much as that might seem like it's the right thing to do cuz you're trying to move forward. Again, whether you were whether you hit the mark or not in the last race, you're you're striving to potentially do do more, do better, go faster for the next race. So it's like, let's get right back into the workouts. Tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. You've recovered, you're you're fit and fresh physically and mentally, but now isn't the time to start pushing the needle as far as I'm concerned. You know, you you're you're, you're potentially getting as much out of this as you paid for it. So, you know, you can take it or not. It's up to you. But as far as I'm concerned, those those first few weeks, maybe the first month, depending on when that next big goal race is, maybe the first few months back after a big goal race, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Now, I'm not saying to pull way back on volume and, and things like that. It's an option. But if you're chomping at the bit, you're ready to go forward, focus on your base. Focus on your base for a while. Because potentially, hopefully, ideally, what happened in the lead up to this last goal race, the one you just finished, your fitness was hopefully at a level that maybe it's never been to before. And while it's unrealistic to think about, hey, I'm going to try to maintain this peak fitness indefinitely, like that's not going to happen. But if if you can bring your base up a little bit, from where you started last time, that can be a huge boost when it comes to training for the next race. Think about it. You know, if 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 you started training for this this previous goal race at a at kind of a level five of fitness, whatever that whatever that means, I don't even know what that means, but I'm just trying to make this somewhat tangible. If you started at a level five and you worked yourself up to a level nine on race day, and that was your peak, well, what if you could settle in for your new base at a six and a half, a seven? a little bit higher than you started last time. Now maybe you could build that fitness back up. It'll be easier to get back to a nine. Potentially just as much work to get up to a 10, maybe a 10 and a half, because apparently we're not on a scale that's up to 10. I don't know what the scale goes up to. Again, making up things, but it's going to help you to not only get to that same level of fitness as before easier and more quickly, but also help you move past it maybe help you to get that next time goal. So I've talked before and it's been a while. Maybe this is this is worth a, a best of ish type of look one of these days. But I've talked before about building your you know, building up your base to raise your ceiling. And that's exactly what I'm what I'm trying to get to here. If if you're going to move yourself forward but you're fitness-wise, but you're always starting from the same place, daggum, it's tough to really move forward in a training block. But if every time that you go up, if you take three steps forward and only one step back in your fitness, and you take three steps forward again, whoo, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. And the best way to do that, and I'm a heart rate guy, so you call me biased, you know, probably won't be wrong, but the best way to do that, to really fortify your base, to really move your base of fitness ahead is from running easy. And it's, and there's no better time for that. There's no better time for that. And coming off of a goal race, your fitness is high. Let's, let's stabilize it. Let's reinforce it. Let's make that base better than it was when we started the last training cycle. So my advice for you guys that are finished with your goal race, and you're looking forward to the next one already. And what can I do to, to, you know, improve my workouts or my workout quality or whatever is to not worry about the workouts right away for several weeks, potentially for two, three months, just focus on building your base. Keep running. Of course, keep running. Keep the efforts easy. Keep the volume at a a manageable level. Maybe you're inching the volume up a little bit as you go, but you're not really worried about too many workouts. You're not hammering anything like that. You know, maybe jump in a 5K or something. Did I just say jump in a 5K? Jump into a, a small local race if you're so inclined to push yourself once in a while. But for the most part, the bulk of your training diet coming out of a goal race, I can't think of anything better than base building runs. easy low-intensity, cruising type of runs. But what about those that are struggling a little bit? What about those who wish that they had the motivation to just get out there and reinforce their base and and keep moving their fitness forward that way? You cross the finish line, you got your medal, you're sore for a few days, and you kind of start thinking, well, what's next? And you don't really have anything that's next. And because there's not anything that's next on the horizon, you're, you're kind of like, eh, you know, I don't feel like running just yet, which from a recovery standpoint, not the worst thing, maybe the ideal thing, because our, our friends that cross the finish line and they're ready to go for the next thing already, they have a tendency to not recover adequately enough to try to get back to running arguably too quickly. But when you don't have that motivation, meh. oh, well, I'm not going to run for, for a couple days, couple weeks, whatever, you know, the problem then lies, potential problem. And if you've been here before, you know what this is like, because I've been here before and I know what this is like. It's It doesn't take too long to go from, well, I'm not really motivated, but I'm recovering anyway, so whatever, I don't, I'm not going to run for a couple few weeks, to all of a sudden it's been a few months and you haven't run. And eventually, hopefully, you start to get motivated to run again. Maybe you think of another race. Maybe you have one of those friends. We all have one of those friends. Maybe you have one of those friends that's like, dude, come do this race with me. And you're like, all right, I I could be fine. I could get talked into doing a race. And so even if it's not a massive goal race, like there's something on the calendar again, and you're like, all right, I should probably get to training again. But because you haven't been motivated, your consistency has fallen off. You maybe haven't run at all, or you've just run once or twice, but it's nothing, nothing to really do anything from a real substantial base building perspective. You get out there and that first mile or two, and you like, feel like, what the, like you've never run before. Frustrating been there and trying to tell you if you're lacking motivation coming out of a goal race, trying to tell you to, Hey, you need to keep running so that you don't lose that fitness that goes over about like a lead balloon, right? It's, it's, it, it it doesn't work. You're not motivated. So you're not, like, like, you're not feeling it. You need a little bit of a break and that's okay. Especially you come out of one of these fall races and you live somewhere where it's proper winter for a while. And maybe you're just like, God, I don't feel like running in the negative 15 degree weather. And I certainly don't feel like running on the treadmill. So what do you do? What do you do? How do you proceed strategically from there when you're not motivated to train, when you're not motivated, certainly to be in like some type of rigid, st- semi-strict training schedule, but in the back of your head, you know you don't want to lose all this fitness that you've built. What do you do? Well, it's it's not easy necessarily, but it is doable to maintain that fitness, to stay active, to not lose all your fitness, even when especially when you're not motivated. So here are some some suggestions. Here are a few things that may or may not work for you. And you may need to kind of, you know, mix and match a little bit. A little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, not nothing of this one, but some suggestions to keep in mind that have worked for me, have worked for me as a coach with the people I'm I'm, you know, working with. And I know I've worked with other folks that I've talked to whether it's on the podcast, social media, things like that few ways to keep, to keep training, to keep moving. Even when you're not motivated for a strict training plan situation, prioritize fun first and foremost. So whatever that looks like, you know, maybe it's, it's running on the trails when you're used to running on the roads, or maybe it's running at a different time of day. Maybe it's not even running at all. Maybe it's, it's taking a, a Self-defense class that doesn't seem like much until you get there and you're like, holy cow, my glutes are killing me from all this balance work or the throws or the kicks or whatever things that you're doing. Maybe it's jumping in the pool, getting a membership to the, to the gym for the wintertime and splishing and splashing and, and practicing your, your butterfly stroke. I don't know. That doesn't sound particularly fun to me, but if that's fun for you, prioritize activities that are fun, running or otherwise. Maybe you like dancing. Well, like join a a gym that has dance classes or go to a dance studio and dance. Like whatever, it's fine. You're still moving, you're still being active and most importantly, you're having fun. Which if you're having fun, not for nothing, motivation usually isn't a problem, right? Because you're enjoying it. Another thing you can do is try to be flexible with yourself and what you're doing. And I don't just mean flexible from like a stretching perspective, although that's not a bad idea either. You know, maybe part of why you're not motivated to train. This is me, FYI. This one could be me. Maybe me. Maybe will be me for sure. Maybe for sure. I don't know. There's a dizism for you. Um, but I, I've, I'm on record as saying I don't like being cold in the morning. Going out in the cold weather for a run when it's still five o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning. Not my cup of tea. Now, I don't know what this this winter thing is going to be like where we are in Georgia now. But I have a sneaking suspicion it'll be more, more like winter than what it was in Florida. If that sounds like you and you're typically a morning runner because that's when you can get it in with all the kids and the family and the work and the things and it just works best for you, especially when you're training, you're trying to be pretty consistent with your workouts, maybe be flexible and try to run at your lunch break. You know, maybe try to run after you drop the kids off at school, you know, depending on, on what works for your schedule. But maybe you might find that if, if it's still 30 degrees, but you've already had a couple of cups of coffee and you're a little bit more awake at 10 o'clock and the sun's out at 10 o'clock in the morning or at two o'clock in the afternoon, that maybe it's not quite as cold as it is when it's 30 degrees and it's still dark and you're still half asleep at 5 a.m. So maybe that helps you to be a little bit less unmotivated because it's not, ugh, it's more like, huh, sun's out. Let's get out and, and move a little bit even though the temperature is the same. And my friends from Florida don't necessarily understand that difference between the same temperature at 5 a.m. the same temperature at 2, 8, 2 p.m. But those of you that know what winter is like, you know exactly what I'm talking about and how much different that 30 degrees feels or 20 degrees or 10 degrees or 5 degrees. It all, it's, it's still the same. It's much more doable for a lot of us midday. So maybe be flexible with your schedule. Allow yourself a little bit more flexibility to sleep in, and maybe still squeeze in some miles later in the day. Or again, something else. Squeeze in something else. Be flexible with what you're doing. Another option, maybe try some cross-training. You know, mentioned the pool earlier. Maybe you jump on the bike. Maybe you get a try a Peloton subscription or a Zwift or some one of one of those types of things. Put your bike on a trainer. Maybe you've got a spin bike, maybe you have a gym that you have access for. Maybe you want to go whole hog and get a fancy bike. You know, hey, you do you. But try some different things. Hit the weights, do some strength work, get on the yoga mat, get in the pool, whatever. Challenge yourself in a different way. Find a different way to work your body. Might just find that when you do get that motivation to run again, that you're actually stronger and more well-balanced as an athlete than you were when you were focused on training for your race, which, oh, by the way, maybe helps you be more prepared for your next race and have an even more successful, hopefully, Next goal race. So so being active in that way, just don't worry about running for a while, but you're not not doing anything, right? You're cross-training. You're still being active. You're maybe mixing in a run here and there, but you're you're staying active, building strength, building endurance in other ways, and it will carry over. Another option, which some of these kind of blur together anyway, so it makes it natural to blur them yourself, but try something new. You know, if there's something that you've always kind of thought about, but never really dabbled in, Now's the time. Now's the time. Goal race is in the rearview mirror. There's nothing really on the horizon. You're not even that motivated to run. I mean, if ever there was a good time to, I don't know, dip your toes in the CrossFit waters or, you know, take a, take a meditation class or whatever, try something new, explore. Who knows? Might be fun. Might be fun. Might be something that you really enjoy. To the point where maybe you don't even come back to running right away. Which, you know, sacrilegious, but like, it's okay if that happens. But you're having fun, you're staying active? Sounds like a win to me. Last but not least on my list, although there's probably a half a dozen other things out there, do something that involves others. Maybe you're running for a while, looks like chasing the kids around. Or maybe you get a, a group of friends together, you do something like a Ragnar, or heaven forbid, you do something like a, a Spartan. Maybe you get your partner involved, your spouse involved, and do some type of, of couple's thing, whether it's swing dancing, couple's couples yoga, or whatever. I mean, who knows? But you get other people involved, which not only helps with kind of the accountability piece for sometimes, but also it's just fun. You, you scratch that social itch for those of you that aren't as introverted as I am, where the idea of getting other people involved actually kind of a turnoff. But that's, that's another topic for another day if being around other people and involving them makes it more exciting, more fun for you, you know, when you're training for a, a race, especially if you don't have a bunch of friends that are doing it, you know, maybe now is a great time to get back in with the running club. You know, you were training for a marathon, people in the running club really weren't. So you kind of were off, off by your own for a while. Now you can get back in with them and maybe the, the runs still aren't something you're super excited about, but it's the, it's the, the burgers and the beers afterwards, or it's the coffee and the mimosas afterwards. You know, whatever it is, however it looks like, if you can involve others, and again, maybe it's something where you and you and a friend are like, hey, you know, like let's let's take this this body pump class at the at the Y. You know, whatever it is, getting somebody else involved, adding a little bit of element to peer pressure, but also a little element to camaraderie. Two sides of the same coin sometimes can really help you stay active, have fun. And oh, by the way, whenever you're ready to get back to more quote unquote serious training, whenever that that time is when you're like starting to look ahead and be like, all right, yeah, I wanna I wanna go after this this goal again. I got this big race on the horizon. You're gonna be starting from a better place training-wise. And oh, by the way, also probably mental-wise. And that's huge. That's huge. So coming off of a goal race, you know, it's it can be a little bit tricky, no matter what your mindset is. When you cross that finish line, if you're chomping at the bit, ready to move on to the next thing, Hey, pull back a little bit, focus on your base for a little while before you get back into workouts and build them back up, get that base strong and you'll be good to go. Struggle a little bit more after you cross the finish line, your goal, goal race, a little bit of motivation lagging. Hey, that's okay. Keep moving, stay active, find ways to have fun with it. And whenever you're ready to get back into quote unquote, serious running mode, Serious training for a next goal race. You won't be starting from square one because that sucks. That sucks. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, also have a medal, but ugh. starting from square run after building your fitness up for weeks and months is tough. So, so find ways to stay active until your running motivation returns and you'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. So that's that for today. What do you think? Comments, questions, concerns, what did I get right? What did I get wrong? Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, if you head back over to the show notes for today, as you would probably expect, there's memes, there's GIFs, there's a few links. There's also that comment section down at the bottom of the page, Dizruns.com slash 1091. Dizruns.com slash 1091 will get you there. Scroll on down. Beyond all the nonsense, or maybe some valuable nonsense, but still nonsense nonetheless, is that comment section. Feel free to chime in with your thoughts, your struggles, what has worked for you. Maybe that's a good good uh, topic as well, or good um, inspiration for you to let me know what has worked for you after a race. How do you respond after a goal race? Because sometimes hearing from y'all helps me to come up with new ideas or new bits of advice that I can share. Maybe you're helping pay it forward to one of your fellow members of the running community, which is never a bad thing, never a bad thing. So how do you respond after a goal race? What do you do? What do you do coming out of a goal race? Let me know and I'll share. it. I'll share. it. One thing that you can do goal race or otherwise is make sure you're giving your body what it needs to do the repair work, to do the recover work, to get stronger, to get faster, to build your endurance. And uh, a lot of times that comes down to giving, giving your body some amino acids, and uh, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but I'll mention this now. Whatever your dietary things might be, you know, gluten-free, soy-free, vegetarian, keto, all of the above. Although I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to be all the above. But if you are, hey, AminoCo ticks ticks those boxes along with giving you what your body needs. So check it out, AminoCo.com slash Diz is the link. We've also got a link for that in your information about today's episode. we got a link in the show notes. we got links in all the places. Don't forget to use the code Dizruns at checkout. It saves yourself 30% on your order. Helps support the show. Helps support your body. Helps support your running. You're getting all the support. Much appreciated. Aminoco.com slash Dizruns. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Hope it made a little bit of sense. Hope it's helpful for you. The next time you cross the finish line of a goal race and you're Proceeding forward, whichever direction that is for you. Hopefully this will be useful for you. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.